This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Bibas, episode number 16, Monday Method. Welcome to Monday Method. Every Monday, you and I are going to break down an efficient, productive way to build your business. Now, how are we going to do that? By creating a system around a specific process. I love systems. They are the only thing that help me stay organized and avoid shiny object syndrome. You know what that is, like always wanting to do the next project, the new thing, the greatest idea. Well, systems are the only way that I have found as a woman entrepreneur to really stay focused. Now, you don't want to miss Monday Methods. So often, as entrepreneurs, we lose out on time, business, and clients because we don't know how to get more done with less. And, you know, as Tony Robbins put it in one of his CDs, you know, he said, it's not about having resources. It's about resourcefulness. And what I've found, and I'm sure what you found as well, is the moment you become a master of your time, you become a master of your life. And so at She Runs the Show, we are dedicating every single Monday episode to doing both. Monday method, specific process, developing a specific system, testing it out. Yes, that's every Monday here at She Runs the Show. Let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 16 of She Runs the Show. So in today's Monday Method, we're going to talk about how to launch an online course in a week, a weekend, or in a day before you create the content. Yeah, you heard me. So we're going to talk about, you know, if you know that there's an online course within you, if you know that as a coach or a consultant or an expert on some subject matter, you want to teach an online course and you know that that's going to be one of the best ways for you to serve the most people and to offer them the most value. Then you'll also want to know how to create an online course in a very short amount of time because I find that one thing that a lot of entrepreneurs do who want to teach an online course is that they think it takes forever to set up, you know, months of content creation, months of putting the modules together, months of deciding, you know, what online platform to go with or to use for the class, that kind of stuff. And what I'm here to tell you is having been a professor in both traditional universities and online universities for at this point, I guess, over 15 years, um, it's not that hard. It's not that hard, but you have to know the system to do it. And I think what is so challenging is that there are so many different methods promoted out there. There are so many programs trying to teach you how to build an online course out there that it's easy to get confused by all of the different options. So in today's Monday Method, I want to talk to you about, you know, some basic simple, strategic ways that you can create an online course in a week, a weekend, or in a day before you create the content. And since I'm such a big person about how long does this take, I'm also going to give you how long it's going to take you, like literally the breakdown for those three scenarios. So by the end of today's episode, you're going to learn the four things you need to have before you can use this process. Obviously, there are some prerequisites. So I want to let you know what you've already got to have in place before you do 
an online course either in a week, a weekend, or in a day. So we'll talk about the four things you need to have before you can use the process. By the end of today's episode, you're also going to learn the two approaches to creating an online course and how to know which approach is right for you. There are two schools of thought on this creating an online course thing. And we're going to talk about those two schools of thought and how to know which approach is right for you. I've done both at different points. And so I'll share my own perspective on it as well. By the end of today's episode, we're also going to learn the three different timelines you can use to launch your course and a step-by-step breakdown for each approach, which again, those timelines are, you know, launch an online course in a week, a weekend or in a day. So let's get this thing started. Monday method. We're talking systems on Mondays. If you're new to She Runs the Show, just so you know, every episode is not like Monday method. But on Mondays, yes, we absolutely are focused on teaching, training, working through a particular system for doing a particular thing so that you're getting more done in less time, more strategically. So Let's talk about the three things you need to have before you can launch an online course in a week, a weekend, or in a day. So the first thing that you need to have before you can use this process is your authority slash expertise. In other words, as you build your brand, you have to know who you are who your target market is, but more specifically, like, what is your authority based on? What are you a subject matter expert on? Where is your expertise coming from? Before you go to launch any class, because obviously your online courses need to reflect your brand, you need to know what you're an expert at and what problems you're solving. And you also need some track record or some amount of social proof at being able to solve those problems for people, at being an expert in the area that you say you're an expert in. So the first thing you need before you can use this process is to know what you're an expert at and know what problems you're solving for people. That way, when you develop courses, they are geared towards your brand. They're geared towards what you have expertise in. Now, The second thing that you need to have before you can use this process is kind of connected to number one. It's your target market. So you need to know who your tribe is, who they are, what they need, what their biggest concerns or problems are, and the way in which they'd like to be communicated, taught, or trained. You definitely need to know who that is. And then thirdly, you know, you need to have your technology backbone. And when I say your technology backbone, there's a lot that's encompassed in this. And in the show notes, I list out, you know, bullet point by bullet point what the technology backbone consists of. So just to give you an example, your technology backbone includes your email marketing software. For example, I use Aweber. There's also MailChimp. There's Constant Contact. In fact, when I first started coaching, I was using Constant Contact. Um, I since switched to Aweber. I think there's also Infusionsoft, which is a really big software program that I frankly know nothing about because I don't use it. But again, your email marketing software, your lead page software. So I use lead pages. There are a a whole bunch of other lead page generation software, but part of what you've got to have in place before you create the online course is going to be that email marketing software, your lead page software, your website slash hosting package. You might have a WordPress site and you host it on GoDaddy. I have a Wix site. I host it through Wix. Again, you've got to have your website hosting package ready to go. You've got to have an email address for the course. So even if it is info at 
whatever the course's name is.com. You've got to have an email address. So when people have questions, you know, when they want to know how they can register or they have questions after they've registered, they have an email that is directly connected to that course. Now, some people might say, well, can't they just email me at my info at my name.com email address? Yes, they can. But for branding purposes, it's probably a good idea to create each online program that you create on its own dedicated domain name with its own dedicated info at the domain name.com email address. So again, you'll want to create that email address up front. You'll also need a shopping cart or PayPal information. You know, I'm, I'm not big into shopping carts as of yet. I use PayPal. It's simple. It's easy. People get it. You know, if you're using a shopping cart, make sure you have that set up. You also, as part of your technology backbone, want to make sure that you have video audio equipment. So you've got a microphone that is that offers good audio output so that when you do recordings, it sounds really good. Um, you know, there are many types of microphones. If you go to Amazon.com, you can look up USB plug-in microphones, which is, you know, what I use is, let me see, I'm pulling it up right now, a blue. So I use a blue microphone. I think it cost me a hundred bucks at Best Buy. It offers great audio quality. In the next three to four months, I'm going to kick it up and go to an ATR, which is super expensive. That's a microphone. But again, what video or audio equipment do you need? Do you have a webcam? Or does your, you know, laptop or computer have a built-in webcam that offers really good video quality? Um, do you need to hire a crew? Some people might do that. So again, you're going to need videos as you promote and set up the sales page for your online course. Again, part of your technology backbone is do you have the website? the email address, the shopping cart, the video and audio equipment, the email marketing software, the lead page software. And of course you need a course platform and you also need to know how to create an FB ad campaign using power editor. Now, if you want to learn on your own, how to create really great FB ads, I would say the person that you want to talk to, the person that you want to learn from, the person whose course you absolutely want to sign up for is Amy Porterfield. So if you go to amyporterfield.com, she is amazing. Her work is amazing. I will be taking her Facebook class this spring, and I've been at a number of her seminar webinars, and I can tell you every webinar she offers more and more and more information. So if you want to learn, even on her podcast, which is also on iTunes, you can listen to Amy Porterfield, and she does walk you through the steps of creating a Facebook ad campaign using Power Editor. That's part of your technology backbone. So let me, and then of course your freebie offer. So your freebie offer is the technology backbone piece that is tied to your lead page software. So when you create a lead page, you're basically saying to anyone who might be interested in your course, would you like to learn how to do this? Sign up, give me your email address and your name, and I will send you this three video series for free, or I'll send you this audio lesson for free, or you'll get week one of the course for free. So absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt, your freebie offer is important. It really, really, really is. So, and it's tied into the technology piece of your lead page software because you've got to have your freebie offer. Now your freebie offer doesn't have to be completely done. So if you say, okay, I'm going to offer three videos for free, 
In order to get started with what we're going to talk about today, creating an online course in a week, a weekend, or a day before, right, in a day, uh, launching an online course, which launching and creating are two different things. I'll talk about that in a minute. If your goal is to launch an online course in a week, a weekend, or in a day, you need to at least have your freebie offer, whatever it's going to be, in an outline format. It doesn't mean all the videos have to be shot. It doesn't mean all the worksheets need to be completed and in PDF form. It doesn't mean that the whole audio that you're offering for free needs to be done. It simply means that before we even get started, one of the things that you need to have before you can use the process I'm about to outline for you is you've got to know what the freebie is going to be. There's got to be an outline so that you can take that online and go create the freebie after you decide which approach you're going to take to launching an online course. And having said that, let me give you the difference between launching an online course and creating an online course. So there are two approaches to creating an online course that I've seen pretty prevalent. I'll call them two camps. And you, you're the one who's got to decide which one is right for you. So there's the camp who says, um, and I call this the David Site Garland approach because David Site Garland has an amazing program called Create Awesome Online Courses. And obviously you can go to www.createawesomeonlinecourses.com and you can take that course with him. But David's approach is to build the entire course first and then sell it. Now there's this other camp. Okay. So David site Garland talks about, he teaches people how to create awesome online courses. You, you build the course first, you create it first. So however long of a window that's going to take is highly dependent upon how much time you have to create the content and, but you've got to create it first, sell it second. Now the, the other camp or approach that I've heard to creating online courses comes from Lewis Howes and Lewis Howes, which is lewishouse.com. He's also got an amazing podcast called the school of greatness. That's on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, Lewis talks about the fact that you don't want to spend and invest a whole lot of time creating a course that people then don't want or they don't buy. So his approach is to market and sell the course first, meaning, you know, create an outline for the course. Know what each module of the course is going to look like. Know what you're going to be offering to people and the value and the benefit that they're going to receive. Know how you're going to set the course up, but you don't actually go in and create all of the content until you've sold the course, until you've actually proven via people signing up for the course that it's something that people need and want and are willing to buy. And so I can tell you personally, the first time I heard Lewis say this on a, a creative live um, training, all day video training, I was very uncomfortable with that. I didn't like the idea of that. I thought, how can I sell something that... I haven't even created yet. And so that was years ago. That was four or five years ago. And so then what I went ahead and did is I started to create all of these online coaching programs, these, you know, like DVD coaching programs when we were using DVDs, downloadable audio coaching programs. And what I quickly found was that I was putting tons of time and energy into creating these amazing courses, many of whom I still have, you know, saved on an FTP site somewhere. And nobody bought them. And so, I, you know, I, I'm somebody, I'm pretty hard-headed. I'm pretty stubborn. So it took me enough years to really think about that approach and say, you know what? I really need to 
prove that this is something that people need and that this is the way for me to serve them best. And I found, I found over time personally for me that Lewis's approach is the better approach. Now, do I still, you know, a couple other things that I add to this while I'm selling an online course that ha- isn't fully created yet, I'm also testing it out with a focus group of people. So I'm always, you know, creating the course as I'm selling it and I'm testing it out on a pilot group so that I can work on not only completing the creation of the course, but making it better based on real-time feedback from my target market so that as people are out there buying the course, it's actually being made better. So that's one thing I would add on to Lewis's approach that, yes, go out there and sell the course first and prove that there is that people need it, want it, and they're willing to pay for it, but also have a pilot group where you're testing out the content that you're creating as you're creating it so that you can learn and sort of see, you know, what will make this better. So again, two approaches, David Site Garland, you know, in createawesomeonlinecourses.com, he talks about creating the course first. Lewis House, lewishouse.com, he talks about marketing and selling it first, prove that it's viable in the marketplace. And then as soon as you've got those people signed up, you know, you take maybe from the point that registration ends, you take a couple weeks, you, you know, work all night if you have to do what you have to do, but get the course completed for that launch date that people had purchased and signed up for. So those are the two approaches to creating an online course. Now, let's talk about the three different timelines that you can use to launch your course and a step-by-step breakdown for each approach. Now, I'm just going to tell you, there are going to be worksheets that break down this timeline in a visual format. So if you're listening to me go over the breakdown and you're saying, oh my goodness, that's a lot for me to take down. Don't take any notes. A, you're going to have the show notes. So if you go to CassandraBibus.com, you click on podcast, you should be able to click on the episode and that will bring you to a place where at the bottom you can actually download the PDF show notes for this episode. So you don't have to write anything down. The second thing is, if you want to see this visually, I like charts. I like to see graphs. I, you know, so I'm a very visual person. I've also put up under with the show notes charts of each of these three different timelines. So don't worry about it. It's there. Go to CassandraBibus.com, click on podcast. You can download the show notes and get the charts related to each of these three different timelines. So what we're talking about today is Lewis House's approach of launching the course, not creating the course, launching the course and selling it before you've created the content. And so the three timelines that we're working with is how do you do that in a day, a weekend, or a week. Now, obviously, if you're going to create, you know, launch an online course, I keep saying create, if you're going to launch an online course in a week, you've got more time than you do in a day. So I'm going to run through the hardest case scenario because if you're going to do this in a day, it's very time crunched. You got to be on your game. Like you got to know your stuff. So let's talk about timeline number one. If you want to launch an online course in a day, let me start by telling you what that workday looks like. Not a nine to five. You, if you're going to launch an online course in a day, you are working from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. You can adjust that down a little bit, adjust it up a little bit, but you still need to get those total number of hours. So, you know, that's like 
15 hours. So if you are going to do this in 15 hours from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. or 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. or 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., here's what the timeline would, would look like, right? So one thing I want to tell you about your timelines is launching a course means that you are making it available for sale. Like you've taken it from not even in existence to creating the website, the email list is up, the lead page is up, the Facebook ad is created and is up, and people through your Facebook ad can sign up to be on the list, and then through your autoresponder email, so the, the contact that you have with them that automatically goes out after they sign up with you, then they purchase your course, or they register and pay for your course. So if we're working from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m., let me break down what's happening at each step of the day. So from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., you're going to decide the name of the course, how long the course is going to be, the purpose of the course, and who your target market is. You're going to create the course description, and you're going to draw out the sales funnel. The sales funnel is how does somebody come to you from the point of opting in to actually paying for the course. That's what a sales funnel is. And typically a sales funnel looks kind of like an inverted triangle. You need to draw it on paper. What does your sales funnel look like? Because that's going to set up all of your next steps. So from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., what's the name of the course? Which means also what's the name of your domain name? How long is the course going to be? What is the purpose of the course? Who's your target market? Like get specific and nitty gritty because you're going to need to know that target market stuff like gender, you know, annual household income, education level, all of that's going to play into setting up that Facebook ad when you set it up. And then you're going to also need to create a course description and draw out your sales funnel. That's 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Now, keep in mind, that's two hours to do a whole lot of stuff. So when I say it starts at 8 a.m., you got to be ready to go at 8 a.m. I mean, all the stuff needs to be on the, the, the table. Paper, pen, computer already up, Internet Explorer, Google Chrome already open, like your email marketing thing, you've already logged in, your lead pages or your opt-in page site already logged in. Everything needs to be set up and ready to go if you're going to launch a course in a day. So we just talked about 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Let's talk about 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So here you've got four hours. And what you're going to do is you're going to create a freebie product and you're going to create the actual email marketing list. You're going to name it. You're going to, um, you know, there's a confirmation email that you have to create so that everybody signs up, confirms that they're signing up for this. And then you're going to create the intro email and the second email in the autoresponder list. Again, in general, when you have more than one day to launch an online course, you want to create enough autoresponders so that you're automatically reaching out to your tribe over a 90 day period. However, when you're trying to launch a course in one day, and you've only got four hours allocated to finishing up a freebie product, whether it's an article, a 30-minute audio lesson you're about to record, a short ebook you're about to write during this time. You've got very little time. So I'm, what you're doing here is finishing up the freebie product, 
or writing the article, creating the audio, the short ebook, you're starting the email marketing list, creating it in whatever software you use, and then you're just doing two emails of that autoresponder list. You'll go back later and you'll add more. So intro email with whatever the freebie product is, and then the second email in the autoresponder list, which should go out about two to three days later. And because you've only created two, remember that second email probably needs to ask for the sale. Unless you plan to go back a couple days later and add more autoresponders that then will ask for the sale somewhere around the third, fourth, and fifth email. Now from 2 to 3 p.m. you get a break. Obviously you need a break. You've got to eat. You've got to drink water. You've got to get outside and get some sun. Anything you do, it cannot be nonstop, drive your body into the ground kind of stuff. We need to stop that. From 2 to 3 p.m., give yourself a break. Then from 3 to 6.30 p.m., what you're going to spend your time doing is create the website and integrate the opt-in pages. So when you're launching a course in a day, you do not, I'm going to repeat, you do not have time to do video opt-in pages. Now, video opt-in pages have high rates of conversion. They're some of the best. And so ideally, if you've got a weekend to launch an online course, if you've got a week, do video, like schedule it out, get somebody to help you do it, do video. It works in terms of opt-ins. But when you're trying to launch a course in a day, you do not have time for video. So any opt-in page you create needs to be something that does not have a video template in it. So from three to six thirty. PM, you're going to create the website. I highly recommend you use WordPress as long as you know how to do the whole hosting GoDaddy integration. I would highly recommend that if you do not use WordPress, you use a website hosting provider combination like web.com or wix.com because basically you sign up for them. It covers hosting. You pick your domain name. You plug and play and like use one of their beautiful templates to create a website. And basically the only thing you're doing once you've chosen that web template is you're just putting the copy or the writing in. So from 3 to 6.30, you've got three and a half hours to create the website and integrate the opt-in pages into the actual website. Let me just say something super quick about this. Lead pages or opt-in pages are great to use when you create Facebook ads. But what you may want to consider doing and something that I'm moving towards doing is actually embedding my lead page into the actual web page for the course, the domain name for the course. So when somebody is coming from a Facebook ad, they click on my Facebook ad, it doesn't take them to just a lead page. It takes them to the lead page that is on the actual course website. There's just something that feels more credible about that than having them go to a lead page, which then has them sign up and they've never even been to the page for the course. You can embed your lead page, at least for lead pages. I don't know about the other opt-in software. Software. You can embed your lead page directly into a page on the website you're creating. I would highly recommend that you do it that way so that when people click out of Facebook and click sign up or learn more on your Facebook ad, they're taken directly to your online course website, not simply to a lead page or an opt-in page. Okay, that's 3 to 6.30. Create the website, integrate the opt-in pages. Now, 6.30 to 7 p.m. is another break. Again, you cannot go all day, all morning without taking a break. 6.37, 30-minute break, eat something, drink some water, stretch, do 10 minutes of exercise, come right back. 
And then 7 to 11 p.m., you're going to create your FB ad using Power Editor and you're going to launch the campaign. So a couple things that I didn't know when I first started doing FB, you know, Facebook ads. Um, you've got to make sure that your billing information is already in there because they won't let you launch it unless they have a means to take payment from you. So make sure that in your regular Facebook account, you go to settings, you figure out how to put in your credit card information or whatever so that they can charge you because they won't let you launch your Facebook ad if they can't charge you. So that was one of my aha moments when my first Facebook ad wasn't launching. The other thing is look at other Facebook ads that are coming into your stream every single day and snippet some of the ones that you really like and look at how they word their Facebook ad. Look at how, you know, what website they list so that as you create your Facebook ad with Power Editor, you've got some benchmarks to, you know, to go against for that. So I definitely make sure that you from 7 to 11. And the reason why I give you from 7 to 11 is because when you're first creating Facebook ads, it's a little tricky. I in that 7 to 11 time frame, I've built in enough time for you to listen to Amy Porterfield's podcast, maybe one, maybe two, maybe three of them on how to use Power Editor so you know how to do it. And then I'm also giving you time to look for other FB ads that you like, you know, snip them out, try different things, and then, you know, work with Power Editor to decide the demographics. I mean, it takes some time when you're first using Power Editor in Facebook to set up the ad. So I want you to have plenty of time, which is why you've got 7 to 11 p.m. Now, this is how do you launch an online course in one day? It's not over after 11 p.m. So let me tell you a couple of things that you're going to need to do later post launching them on the FB ads. Because obviously every day from this point on, you're going to check the Facebook ads and see how they're doing and see how many clicks you got and look at your, you know, your opt-in page stats and see how many people opted in. What was your conversion rate? You're going to look at all of those things as the Facebook ad is going. But what you've also got to do as that Facebook ad is going is you've got to create 90 days worth of autoresponder emails for the list. So even though we've launched an online course in a day, the work isn't done. You still have to go back to your email list and create 90 days worth of contact so that your audience, whoever's signing up, whoever's opting in, they're still being reached after email number two. And then the other thing is, just because you didn't have enough time to shoot video for the opt-in pages because you were launching in a day, doesn't mean you can't go back and change those opt-in pages. So one of the other recommendations that I say is, even though you launched it in a day, go back and add videos and audios and eventually replace the Facebook ad with an invitation to a recorded webinar or to a live webinar. Webinars seem to be the way that courses are getting sold left and right. And so I, I don't play with the notion that webinars are really the way to, way to go. What people are making in as entrepreneurs teaching online courses using webinars, live webinars, and also pre-recorded webinars is amazing. So at some point, you're going to want to turn your Facebook ad into something where instead of going directly to your site, they might go directly to the, the course site, but they're going to an opt-in page where they're being invited to a live webinar or to a recorded webinar. So you're going to want to do that. Now that was timeline number one. Timeline number two is creating an online course in a weekend. So I'm allocating over a weekend 
20 hours. And again, the timeline that we just went over with timeline one is basically the same steps that you're going to use, whether you create a course in a day, in a weekend, or in a week. But when you have 20 hours rather than like 11, there's a lot more that you can do. So here's what the timeline if you're going to create, you know, launch an online course, keep saying create, launch an online course in a weekend looks like. So Friday evening, you're going to spend four hours on this and you're going to in those four hours, outline your course and the sales funnel on paper, draw it out, get pencils so you can erase if you need to. And then you're going to create the website for the course. That means you got to know the name of the course. If, is the course going to be four weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks? How long is the course going to be? And then all the written copy for the website. And then, of course, you're going to embed the opt-in pages into the website. That's what you're doing for four hours on Friday. Now, on Saturday, you're going to spend eight hours launching the course. And what you're going to do on Saturday is you're going to finish up the free product. Now, because you've got all day Saturday to finish the free product and then create an email marketing list with 10 autoresponder emails. So 10 emails that will provide 60 days of contact to potential clients. You've got all day Saturday to do those two things. So what I highly recommend you do is instead of just putting together an article or a short ebook, which you could do easily and quickly if you were trying to launch a course in a day, because you're doing this over a weekend, I recommend that you do a free product that is a three-part video series or a three-part audio series. It has a higher conversion rate. You can break up the audio so that they, or videos, so they receive uh, video number one, day one, in the first email autoresponder, and then video number two, a couple days later, and then video number three, a couple days later. The, you know, the waiting for it, the excitement to receive the next email also builds momentum for selling the online course. So again, when you've got a weekend to launch an online course as opposed to a day, I highly recommend that you create a video or an audio series because it has a higher conversion rate. And then, of course, you're also going to create the email marketing list and create a minimum of 10 autoresponder emails that give 60 days of contact to a potential client. That's Saturday. Now on Sunday, you're going to spend another eight hours. And what you're going to do with that eight hours on Sunday is you're going to wrap up any unfinished audio or video stuff from the freebie, anything like that. You're also going to create the, you know, you're going to fully flesh out the sales page. So on Saturday, you may have created, you know, decided which opt-in page or template you're going to use. And you knew you were going to do videos, so you started creating the videos. But on Sunday, you clean everything up, like the sales page, the opt-in page, all of the copy, all of the videos, everything should be fully done. That page should be fully functional, and it should be embedded in the course website itself. And then, of course, you create the Facebook ad using Power Editor and you launch the Facebook ad campaign. So when you want to create an online course in a weekend, it's 20 hours, four hours on Friday, eight hours on Saturday, and eight hours on Sunday. Now, there's still more work to be done after that weekend is over. So the kinds of things that you're going to do post your Facebook ad launch you're going to create 30 more days worth of autoresponder emails for this list. Remember I said you want to have overall a minimum of 90 days of contact via your autoresponder emails. So you're still going to be working on building out those 90 days because in the weekend, you've only created 60 days of contact. So create 30 more days worth of contact. Now that could be two more emails. 
That could be five more emails. That could be 10 more emails. Again, remember, when you're creating autoresponder emails, you get to decide what interval they go out. So do they go out on day one and then day five and then day 12 and then day 14? You get to choose the intervals. So the intervals you choose will determine how many emails is it going to take to have 90 days of contact. So besides creating that additional 30 days worth of autoresponder contact, you're also after you've launched at the end of the weekend your Facebook ads, you're going to want to add videos and audios and eventually replace the Facebook ad again with an invitation to a webinar, either a live one or a recorded one. So that's how you launch an online course in a weekend. Now, timeline number three, which obviously to me is the most ideal because it gives you the most time. If you're going to launch an online course in a week, This means you have 50 hours. So remember, we went from 11 hours in a day to 20 hours in a weekend, now to 50 hours in a week. So launching an online course in 50 hours in a week. So day number one, whatever day of the week you choose, again, it doesn't have to be a Sunday. It doesn't have to be a Monday. If you know that you've got an online course that is going to serve the world and it's going to be received super well, do not sleep on this. Like start tomorrow, day one, tomorrow, day one could be today. So If you're going to create an online, launch an online course in a week, 50 hours, day one, you use six hours, you allocate six hours to outline your course and the sales funnel on paper and to create the website for the course. So again, the name of the course, is it a four week course, a six week course, all the written copy for the website and embed the opt-in pages into the website. Now, when I say embed the opt-in pages, that just simply means you choose the template, you stick the HTML code for the template on that particular page of the course website. It doesn't mean that the opt-in page is fully done, completed, video up, all that kind of stuff. You're just getting it on the right page of your course website and you're creating the website. Day number two, you're going to spend eight hours creating the video or the audio series and recording all the videos and the audios. You're also going to put together any worksheets or other content that go along with the freebie program that you're giving away. It is going to take you eight hours and really eight hours just to shoot the videos or record the audios and put together the worksheets. That's that's a really aggressive timeline for all of that. Day three, you're going to have seven hours to edit the videos and the audios and get them into tip shop shape. So you may want intro music or outro music. You may want captions on your videos, all of those things, plus needing a little extra time built in 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 case you have to re-record a video or re-record an audio. That's why day three is seven hours, but just for editing videos or audios. Day four you're going to spend five hours creating the email marketing list and creating emails numbers one, two, and three. And then of course, you're going to record the video for the sales page. So in general, you're going to need when you're doing when you want to do video, because video is the highest rate conversion for almost anything, there are going to be a minimum of three videos involved that you have to create. There's going to be the video that you post in the opt-in page to get your potential client to sign up for the freebie program or the free article that you're giving away. That's the first time they're going to see you on camera. So that's that video. Then there's the thank you video that you shoot. So when they sign up and they give their name and their email address, they're immediately going to be taken to a a lead page or an opt-in page that says thank you. Thank you for signing up. And that video, you're going to say 
Thank you so much for signing up in this course, you know, in this free product or in week one, this is what we're going to talk about. I'm going to share this, this, and this with you. I'm so excited. Thank you. Can't wait. That's the thank you video. So that's two videos so far. And then the third video is the sales page video. And this is a longer video. This video can run anywhere from four minutes up to 12 minutes. And it, it's literally your sales pitch on video for the entire course. So you do know that you've got three separate videos. Now, day three, where you have seven hours to edit videos and audios, that's simply editing and putting the final product together and re-recording anything that didn't go well on day two. When you get to day four, you've got five hours. You're just focusing on recording the video for the sales page. So that's a longer video, one, and creating an email marketing list and also creating autoresponder emails, one, two, and three. Now on day five, you're going to spend nine hours embedding the sales page into the course website, which is an easy peasy lemon squeezy kind of thing once the sales page is done. But really, those nine hours are about creating a 90-day autoresponder series for email marketing. It literally can be very, when you are creating fantastic content and emails that people want to open and want to read, it is going to take you a significant amount of time to do that because you've got to put your focus, your energy, you've got to give them your best. And so day five is really, I mean, it might take you 30 minutes to embed the sales page into the course website, if even that. But the other eight and a half hours are really just about creating the 90-day autoresponder series for email marketing. Now, day number six, seven hours, you're going to review the functionality of the entire website. So you're going to you know, you're going to pretend that you're one of your target market. You're going to actually give your name and your email address on your course website because you need to make sure A, the sign up form works. You immediately get the confirmation email saying, you know, please confirm that you want to receive emails from this course. And then you also want to be sure that the thank you page shows up as soon as you confirm. You want to be sure that the Email number one immediately comes to you once you've confirmed opt-in. So you want to test for yourself before you put, you know, before you launch it on, on Facebook ads that everything is working. And you're going to want to review the functionality whether you launch a course in a day, a weekend, or a week. But again, remember, you've got to review and make sure that you, the functionality of what you've set up works. And then on day seven, you're going to spend eight hours finishing up any unfinished business. You're going to create the Facebook ads. You're going to create two Facebook ads when you do it in a week because you actually have time to create two Facebook ads, but you also want a second ad that you can A-B split test against. So what that means is you use the first Facebook ad, let's say the first two or three days, and you watch the metrics and see how conversion is looking an opt-in is looking. And then you take down that ad, you make it an active and power editor, and then you put the second ad up and you see if you get a better response, a better rate of opt-in, a better rate of conversion by using the second ad. So when you're launching a course in a week, you have more time to create more Facebook ads and to test out and see what works. So, and then also, what you're doing on day seven, obviously, you've got eight hours to finish up any unfinished business, create two Facebook ads, and start the Facebook ad campaign, is you're also going to write blog posts and create social media posts to announce the launching of the course. So again, you have more time in a week to really say, hey, this is up, please check it out, 
write blog posts about it, that sort of thing. So again, what I've given you today is an overview of how to launch an online course in a week, a weekend, or in a day before you create the content. And let me just go back because I want to make sure I say one thing. You've got to choose a course platform. And there are many course platforms that you can house the actual online course in. I love Google Sites. A, it's free, and B, it's pretty easy to use, and it gets better and better all the time. Zippy Courses is another one. You just have to Google Zippy Courses, and you'll find it. And that works in a WordPress kind of environment. And then Digital Chalk is the one I'm eventually going to move all of my online courses to. It's it's more expensive. Obviously, Google Sites is free. So if you're starting at the beginning of your business, use Google Sites because it's free. But as you get bigger, you know, eventually you're going to want something that has a little bit better functionality, something that, you know, tracks progress in a different way. And I found Digital Chalk to be amazing at doing that. There is a cost factor to it. I think the setup of the online classroom is something like $400, $399. And then they charge you something like $20 per person who signs up. So again, if you're just new at creating online courses, I wouldn't say go with Digital Chalk. I would say use Google Sites, get Zippy courses. Um, that's relatively inexpensive. But as you build more online courses, you're going to need more advanced technology. So something like a Digital Chalk will eventually be the way that you want to go. So Monday method. We've talked about how to launch an online course in a week, a weekend, and in a day before you create the content. Listen to this as many times as you need to listen to it to understand the flow. Go to CassandraBibus.com and for sure, I mean, for sure, you know, just check out the show notes so that you can print out the charts, you can print out the notes, and you've got all the timelines. And then go out and do it. I mean, to me, that's the most important thing. You can listen to me all day talk about how wonderful it is to create an online course and how easy it can be and how you can do it in a week, a weekend, or in a day before you create the content. However, until you do it, you don't know what the experience is going to be like for you. So if you've got a course in you, then go out and decide if you're going to create, if you're going to launch it in a week, a weekend, or in a day, and then go out and do that. But first... Again, like I said at the beginning, make sure you you have the things you need before you begin the process because those things that we talked about in the beginning that you need to have before you can use this process are important to have. Otherwise, you'll get frustrated super early in the process because you got to go back and get those things in place. Last but not least, please be sure that you review She Runs the Show on iTunes. You can go to tinyurl.com forward slash She Runs the Show podcast. I love reviews and I would love to see more of them. So please leave a review on iTunes. Also, I am going to be launching a course in a few weeks that is called Lose Your Fear, Build Your Business. And it's a course that is designed for entrepreneurs who know that fear is holding them back, who feel like they they just would get so much more done in their business if the fear wasn't so prevalent in their lives. If you're one of those entrepreneurs and you feel like if you know if you you're saying to yourself, if I could just get beyond my fear. If I could just get over some of these things that I'm afraid of in terms of putting myself out there in my business, I would be so much more effective and productive in my business. Then you want to be a part of this course. So lose your fear, build your business. It's going to be a five-week online video-based training program. And basically in this program, I'm going to show you step-by-step how to turn your fears into massive daily 
actions, MDAs. Because what I want to see you do is build the business, achieve the mission, and love the process. Like, it's not just about getting to where you want to go financially in your business. It's not just about launching a new business. It's about loving the process of creating the business. You know, we've got to stop waiting to feel good in our businesses. Let's feel good right now, from day one, all the way through. So if you're interested in the course, Lose Your Fear, Build Your Business, one thing I need you to do, send me an email. You can email me at she runs the show podcast at gmail.com. She runs the show podcast at gmail.com. And everybody who emails me there will get a special discount in addition to the pre-launch discount on the course. So if you're interested in Lose Your Fear, Build Your Business, a five-week online video-based training program, then send me an email. She runs the show podcast at gmail.com. And again, everybody, enjoy, enjoy the week. Thank you for joining me on Monday Method. I so appreciate you. If there's some method, some system related to your business that you would love to learn more about, could you just shoot me an email? You can reach me at she runs the show podcast at gmail.com or at info at the center for life transitions.com. Send me an email. What do you want to learn on Monday Method? And let's get to learning it.